0: Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm gonna ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. We were just talking about how everybody's holiday season is going. It's been adventurous. I hope you guys have had a good season so far. It's been kind of crazy all around. But our boot camp guy comes in town this week and we get to have Jake home for the holiday. So that will be really nice. Home from boot camp. So we'll see. See what all that's been about.
1: He survived. Oh my gosh. Good to see. It'll
0: be fun. (laughs) So, what's coming up for you guys this week?
1: I'm finishing uh, clinic virtual visits with all my doctors this week and doing their 2022 in review and 2023 planning. So, oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good. I, I love the energy that comes with that, especially. I love the energy of
0: planning. That. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And reviewing, I think is so cool, because we get to talk about, okay, what went right? You know, what, what are you most proud of? That's the question I ask everyone is, what are you most proud of this year that you've accomplished this year? I don't care if it's personal or professional, but we all have something we're proud of this year. So yeah, yeah, that's
0: cool. That's, that's a great question. I love that. And well, we're going to talk about that in two weeks, right? We're going to talk about John C. Maxwell, Maxwell's end of the year program and what that's like. So yeah, we'll get to, you can ask us then, what are we proud of this year?
2: Yeah, that'll (laughs) be really fun. How about you, Jen? What you got going on this week? Hey, we have a family get together and then we also have a larger, our, our local congregation get together. So it's kind of a, it's going to be a
0: week of people. Yeah. A week of people. Yep. we had a week. Of, we had a weekend of people, and then next weekend we'll have another weekend of people. Our family white elephant is next weekend, and that's always a raucous good time. So that's going to be. I cannot of fun. wait to hear about
2: that. that's, yeah, that's going to
0: be really fun. But we've been talking about inner critics, right? And now we're moving into this holiday week. Uh, it's a week from Sunday. That's Christmas. So let's kind of talk about. We're moving into all of those holiday events and people and how we can take care of ourselves and we can take care of the people we love, right? This week, we're talking about three uh, terms that you're going to really recognize. First one is compassion, then mindfulness, and then hope in working with our inner critics and working with the way we respond and the way we serve and help others around us. So what do you all know about compassion? (laughs)
1: I'm learning I'm still a work in progress with compassion
0: (laughs) I know I love that that's one of my favorite phrases is uh permission to be human right from Susan Pierce Thompson permission to be human that's like my first line of defense for compassion Mm -hmm. I'm just Mm -hmm. just me and I'm flawed but it's my way of taking care of myself Mm -hmm. because my first step for compassion is to be kind to me Got to be kind to myself, so I can be kind to other people. Yeah.
2: What about you, Jen? I have learned through the years about compassion. I'm still learning, like you said, work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Yeah. It's easier for me to have compassion to people that I like. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's easy for me to have what, compassion. That could be. Yeah. Are agreeable and and are on the same page that I'm on. You know, so it's always. So Mike, I have to exercise that extending compassion to the people that are disagreeable or, or that are, you know, opposing, you know, me or so to speak. But um, I have also learned that the self-compassion, I think sometimes I don't understand that I'm not being compassionate to myself. And so a lot of it is this learning all about like all my, all my inner stuff, all my mess so that I can be more compassionate to myself. Sometimes that compassion looks like, "Girl, just go take a nap. You're tired. You know,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> You're
2: okay. not going to show up well if you don't have some sleep. You know that type of
1: thing. So, yeah. well, and isn't that compassion to other people too? Like mm-hmm. all day long, I I preach this in the chiropractic world with patients. You know, you have to take care of yourself if you want to be your best for your kids and your family or your, your partner, or, you know, even at work, you have to take care of yourself, like take a nap do you know, do this, do that. But we don't, again, we don't give ourselves that permission to do that
0: very often, but we do. We will now anyway. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's actually selfish to push yourself so hard that you can't take care of yourself. I, that mm-hmm. just sounds so backward to me. But if I'm pushing myself and I'm so determined that I can't take care of myself, then the people around me really suffer. Yep. So yeah, we just dis- to serve others. We are kind to ourselves and we take care of ourselves. It's the first thing that we do. Yeah. So that we can access that calm part of ourselves, that centered self.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. I have, yeah, I have a, uh, I'm hypoglycemic, diagnosed I mean it's a real thing and I for years just tried to ignore it <laughs> <laughs> Pretend it wasn't true <laughs> it's not true I don't need to eat I can push through I can take care of this first and do this and do that mm-hmm. and what my family brought to my attention is that they're like you know those commercials where it's like the monster and they give them a Snickers bar or whatever oh, like, literally, if I'm in a bad mood now, all my family says, when was the last time you ate? Uh-huh. You, need to eat. you know, because they're like, you are a crazy woman if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah. But, you know, we can be in denial all we want. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, yeah, too tired, too hungry, too too lonely. Too, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too tired, Yeah. Yeah, well, and it makes
0: such a difference if we've taken care of ourselves then to be able to be with those people that we might not agree with or that we're different with, you know, Mm -hmm. because then we can extend compassion if we've been taking care of ourselves makes a big difference. All right, how about mindfulness, the middle word, compassion, mindfulness and hope. What does it look like when we're thinking about holiday events and being with lots of different people and having these days of people? to be mindful.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I know, it's, but it's really important that we be mindful because at least for me, if I'm not mindful when I'm in a group, I lose myself Mm -hmm. and I get swept away. And that's when I end up being not compassionate or hard on myself or my inner critic will sweep away because I'll lose my centered self if I'm not mindful. I end up going off into the world of um, circular thinking you know, wondering what are they thinking or what can I do? Or I should have fixed that. Or, you know, when you get into this whole should land. Yeah.
1: Give me an example of that, Beth. What is an example?
0: Um, I can be sitting with a group of people and listening because I'm a coach at heart and Mm -hmm. listening to some tale of trouble and woe and see all the answers in it. But I know better because I'm only, I only coach people who ask to be coached. It's just not being a good friend. If you're trying to coach people all the time, a friend needs you to listen to them. And so I'll be listening and I've already solved it all in my head. And then in the inner critic comes in and she'll go like, Oh, you're not listening. Look, look, you're not being a good friend. Look, you really should be doing this, or you really should be doing that. And I'm just, I've lost my presence is what's Mm -hmm. happened.
2: Because
0: I've gone off instead of being fully present with whomever is speaking to um, empathize and to feel what they're feeling and to watch and really listen with both my eyes and my ears. I've gone off in another room in my brain to solve their problems, you know, and who knows? I'm just not listening. So I'm not present. Or do you
2: find yourself um, formulating in your, in your mind, what you want to say next, as soon as, as soon as they're quiet. And yes. so it's like that's it's not mindful listening. listening. Yeah. That is not mindful listening. You're more concerned about what you're going to say than about what the person is saying and actually being present with that. And you know, I think they can feel it at times. I know we can I feel think, it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, yeah, well, yeah, because I can feel it. yeah, too. You're just like, yeah, they're just really not listening to me. And they're they're hearing me, but they're not listening to me. And they're so, looking yeah. at
0: me, but they're not seeing me.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's a good one, right? Because we're not
0: connected. You know, yeah. we're really not connected because they're in their own little place. That's what happens. You know, I get into my own head if I'm yeah. not present.
1: And, and so that's when I
2: have to keep telling myself, just turn off your coaching ears. You're not trying to fix and just be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because but it can be presence, hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Your presence is the best gift you can give. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the times that you've poured in, that you have taken care of yourself, that you've been compassion, that's all there in you. And if you are fully present, seeing with your eyes, hearing with your heart and your ears, they can, well, we feel that when we're being heard, right? Yeah.
1: And our kids, our kids can sense that too. You know, it's it's interesting because my my second granddaughter texted me this week and she, her text was, I just wish my dad knew um, that he's such a good dad and that he you know, he told me tonight that he's not being a very good dad and that he's not he's not here for me and that he's not, not everything that he's not, not, not. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he travels quite a bit. That's just on his plate. And then when he's home, you know, yeah, he thinks, and sometimes our expectations of ourselves are so much higher than that other person who's receiving. So when Elle shared that with me, She said, you know, he tells me he's he's not a good dad sometimes and that he's not helpful to us and, you know, that he's away too much. And she's like, I wish he knew how much this is what he did for me. You know, he takes us with him when he goes to run errands. He takes, you know, when he's working out, he has at least one of us that come and we're in the gym with him and he's teaching us what to do. And then he always tucks us in every night when he's home he tucks us in and he tells us a story and she and she lists all these things that he does and so present and i right yeah he is present he doesn't realize how present he is but in her eyes he he is doing you know and i think sometimes we just expect too too much of ourselves where the other yeah. person is receiving it and is feeling that, yes, you have been mindful of me. You have been present with me. Yeah. Well, it was kind of, it was cool. I was glad she shared that with me. What about, what about this? Oh,
2: sh- okay. <laughs> you are so not present. If you're on that. <laughs> I know. Or how about the watch thing? Right. Yeah. Oh, so guilty
1: yeah 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 The <laughs> So apple
0: guilty
1: watch. yeah I, I have oh yeah I have a friend that she's a she's a realtor and she's like oh I just felt like it was too rude for me to be answering texts while I was on my phone so I got my apple watch and and I'm like girl do you know what but that then looks she's like she's always looking at her watch I'm out of time for you you know like seriously are you done talking yet uh-huh <laughs> Oh, it's terrible it. It's because
0: my watch is set silent, but it vibrates. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be in the middle of talking to somebody with full attention. And all of a sudden my wrist, zzzz, and then there is a the little bit of inner, inner argument, the inner turmoil. <gasps> what is it? Should I look? Should I not look? Should I look? Should I not look? Yeah. And, um, I've seriously considered turning off all the haptics and everything, and then just looking at scheduled times right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Mindful. Not there yet.
0: Permission to be human. Still have the haptics turned on, but I'm learning to ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. What about when we're listening to somebody or we're trying to be present and mindful with somebody that we don't, um, we don't resonate with? You guys have any tips or ideas for how we can, um, someone we might consider difficult when really it's all what's in our own head and our own judgment. We know that, but, but it still feels difficult being mindfully present with that situation.
2: I will just keep asking questions so they can tell me about themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, eventually maybe we can find something that we're common on, you know, that we can have a a common ground, so to speak. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah.
0: I love that. Just being interested in them mm-hmm. because people love to talk about themselves. At least most do. I do. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so that makes a difference about your adversary. Yeah. And that goes back, kind of, Jen, to what you were saying about thinking about how you're going to respond instead of really listening. Yeah. Yeah. Being fully present. Love your enemies, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Be fully present. Really seek to hear what their truth is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And to figure that
1: out, and because then that—it's letting go. Go letting go, right? It's letting go of yourself. It's let, its let, its for me. I have to let go of myself and my opinions, and just listen. And even if I'm like, "Oh, that's she's freaking crazy," I mean, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jen said, when you're asking questions. You know, luckily it's not my out loud voice most of the time, but um, But
2: be careful of your face. Don't let your face say anything, you know,
1: (laughs) don't let it respond. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's also giving yourself that opportunity to check in with your creator and just say, hey, I know you care about this person too. And you love this person. And will you just help me see him or her? with your eyes right now. Cause I'm struggling and love I'm them. Struggling. Like you love them. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Help me Right in this moment, if you could just like change that and tap into your creator and just say, all right, I'm struggling. Could you, could you help me right now? Cause I know you want me to be nice <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I want me to be nice, but I need a little grace here. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think I've Oh, I think Jason point picked up on something when you just kind of, you just kind of let go and not let it matter your viewpoint, because you're not going to change these people's attitudes or their views in just one talk, especially if these are people, you know, like if we're talking about family and, and you know, these are, this is the theme that's going to be there or the people, you know, that you, you, you having this discussion over and over again, if it's going to be combative or whatever, just don't let it be because yeah. you're not going to change. You're not going to change your viewpoint. They're not going to change their viewpoint. So you just let them be almost for like for the piece of the meeting or whatever. Yeah, and so well, I had that. I just, I'm like, I just let it go. I'm like, it's not that important to me for me to appear right. Or me to have my voice. It's just not that important to me. It
0: doesn't. It doesn't. And I've had that experience where someone is combative, like you were saying in your, in your conversation, and just to, I use an image for myself of a step stool, like I'm stepping up on a spiritual step stool. It's like an image, and I can step up on it and be just a little taller and look down and listen. As mm. I'm, I'm on this spiritual step stool, and just send love. As I'm listening, I'll just, I'll just deliberately, like J.C. tap into your creator and ask for help, and then just send love and. They may get more aggravated before they quiet down. But if all you're doing is sending love, that love will diffuse the situation, at least for you, what they do is up to them, but it will, it will diffuse it for you. Yeah. I love that, Jen. That was a really good idea. Yeah. It's a lot like weightlifting, right? The practice, Mm -hmm. the practice. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting when I started thinking about it is weightlifting though it's been a while since I did weightlifting. I used to do weightlifting a lot. Um is that you know it's really uncomfortable to lift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even I mean you can look forward to the rush you get as you're lifting but it's uncomfortable. It, and you got to kind of talk yourself into going just a little bit and then when you're doing it it's uncomfortable and then sometimes you're really sore afterwards. <laughs> And you have to extend that compassion to yourself when you're, I've, I've watched my boys, they've been doing a lot of leg work and they kind of walk with their legs stiff, you know, yeah. after they've Guate, been doing a lot of leg work.
1: Squat no day wow. is no fun. And sometimes when you push it too hard, it's hard to get up off the toilet seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> leg day can really make you sore.
0: Like right day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really can. But when you think about that, when you're working with being more compassionate or more mindful or more hopeful, um, we do get sore, you know, and we do get tired. But when we practice being compassionate with ourselves in the soreness, we grow a lot faster. Kind mm-hmm. of like if you have been lifting and you've got really sore muscles and you're like, oh, I'm just going to push through it. Eventually you do more damage than you do good, right? Because our bodies actually have to have time to heal. And this is the same kind of thing with learning these new skills. You got to give yourself the compassion, whatever you need for it to be able to heal. Um, Maybe a long soak in the hot tub, you know, or um, some beautiful music or a nice candle or something in your diffuser, but something that's going to comfort you. After all of that people time, and some who may have um, incited oh, some negative one. thinking in your mind, right? And you have to kind of work through and let go of all of that. Yeah, I
2: that's pushed your buttons or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> somebody kind of pushed your,
0: your buttons, buttons. Yeah. or or There's somebody who's yeah pushed it, and you jump onto an old familiar negative track, you know. And yeah. when you come home and you do something kind for yourself, whether it's a warm cup of tea or you know, that soak in the tub, it lets you have just enough distance that you can regroup and get out of that negative track and grant that compassion. Yep.
2: Yeah. And there's practice for the next time when you meet up with them. So it's And just you'll be
0: stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So you trust you'll be, be stronger. I'm mindful and trusting as I respect my body's healing patterns and as I respect my mind's healing patterns and my heart's healing patterns and capabilities. And like you said, JC, and those capabilities really increase when we involve our creator in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So we could keep talking or we can cut off here. It's up to you guys. There's still another page or so, but we've been talking for 20 minutes. What do you want to do? Uh. Summarize, maybe summarize on how as creators, we can create a better experience for ourselves and those around us with compassion, mindfulness, and hope.
2: I think sometimes when you show up with those, it allows the other people to show up also. It's almost like this, this, unfet, this unsaid invitation or permission to show up the same way. So I think sometimes if you can lead as the example, then the other, people can, other people will follow. I like sometimes. that. Yeah,
0: yeah, sometimes. But a lot mm-hmm. of the times I've noticed if you lead with love, people mm-hmm. kind of diffuse, you know, some of that anger and mm-hmm. stuff is diffused. that hostility or you're just not fun to argue with and they're not going to hang around. I <laughs> could just <this> go away. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It is true. Okay, so <laughs> if we're going to go to the thought gym. We're going to learn to see it differently, right? Then we're going to stretch to see through the eyes of our creator. And we're going to Mm -hmm. practice compassion, mindfulness, and hope over and over and over using our mantra, which is I can and I will. I can and I will. I can can and and I I will. Yeah, I can and I will. And so we do our muscle building reps and our thought work, and we create goodness. Yeah. So one more week, let's stay balanced with that compassion and that mindfulness so that we can spread hope and joy through the holiday, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, and let's get some extra sleep over the holiday too.
1: <laughs> and let's sit down before, you know, between all that cookie making and package wrapping. And <laughs> yeah. Hey, I had a great idea for a touch point today.
0: Okay. So okay. everybody knows a touch point is just that. It's a point. That when you touch, you've established a pre—you've um, established before time a habit what you're going to do. So if you're going to touch something, like say you're going to be at the kitchen sink, you're going to um, think a particular thought, and that's your touch point, touch and point or thought. What if every time we touched a doorknob for the next little while, we stopped and took a breath and were grateful? Oh,
2: that sounds great. Oh, that's
1: cool. Yeah, that came, that
0: came to me today. I'm like, how many doorknobs do I? Oh, I'd have a lot of breaths and a lot of gratitude at the end of the day. Do you want to try it? Let's do it. Okay. A and great we can idea. talk about it next week and see, see what happened. We'll do it for the whole week. Every time you touch a doorknob. And that includes my pocket door that slides. I'll commit to that. And your car door. Ooh, oh yeah, that that's... does your car door too. Yeah. Just it doesn't have to be you know a long experience, but just every time you touch that point, you have a gratitude and a breath.
1: Yeah, it could be. I'm grateful for these nice warm socks I'm wearing. Yeah, that's right. It could <laughs> my be. floors
0: are so cold. <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm warm and toasty in my house. Yeah, just just a gratitude and a breath because the the centering coming back to your physical body will be really helpful. For everybody staying present as they're going through whatever the busyness is that they have in their life over the next couple of weeks. Okay, lavage point, doorknob, gratefulness, breath. We'll do
2: it. All right,
0: y'all. Let's try it. We'll talk about it in two weeks or in a week. Week. In a week. In a week. In two weeks, it's Christmas. I'm already there. You know, that's me. I'm gone.
1: (laughs) All right. Till next time y'all. Thanks for coming free moment moment. It's all up to me because what I think about bring Hey, thanks for
0: joining us today in a creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on Linktree slash cmhcoaching Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon.